Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, don't go anywhere today. I, right before I get ready for the podcast, I put out a tweet. I said, holy sh, don't miss today's podcast. Why? The New York Times dropped the piece that I'm telling you exposes every single cookie in the cookie jar. Soros, Biden, classified documents, Hunter, Spygate, Russia. Whenever the New York Times tries to get out ahead of a story, you have to assume that someone in the deep state is worried. And when it's Charlie Savage and Adam Goldman, you know someone in the deep state is worried. Got a quick update on this vaccine story first. We're going to get to that. No time to waste. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? Not cool, right? That's what happens when you go online. Your internet provider can store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell the data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers. So your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now you're probably wondering, well, if I'm routing through ExpressVPN. Well, can't they log what I'm doing? Well, many VPNs, check this out, claim to have a no-logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. Not ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. ExpressVPN is so confident in their no-logs claim, they even had one of the biggest assurance firms, PricewaterhouseCoopers, audit their technology. Get a VPN today. Stop letting them see what you're doing online. It's none of their business. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. To get three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Joe, it's Friday. And if you would, kind sir. It's Friday and a hell of a big one. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, it is. Joe knows what's going on you because it, right bro. before the show, I started unloading bombs on the guys on the show prep email. And they were like, what? I'll get to that in a second. Just an update on the Pfizer story. Yesterday, if you missed the podcast, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe's group, projectveritas.com is a website if you'd like to go watch the full video and to support them. Caught a Pfizer research uh, professional on hidden camera uh, talking about Pfizer using directed evolution, quote, to modify viruses, notably the coronavirus, to get ahead of potential mutations for the vaccine. Now, if that sounds to you, like we took a poll yesterday. Bad idea. Gee, any change in your mind? Gee says still a bad idea. Gee notes it was unanimous. Joe, any change? Ah, really no change. a bad idea. Bad idea. No bro. change in his vote either. No change in mind. So I asked Paula too. So we're four for four that mutating a deadly virus like coronavirus, which got us into the problem we're in now in Wuhan, is probably a stupid idea. So they confronted Project Veritas, this individual again. Uh, appears to be somewhere in New York. And well, it is in New York. I see the NYPD show up later. Here's a small uh, snippet of what happened. Take a listen. So Can you're I on video. Uh, we're, 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 I'm a journalist. Bro, first of all, I'm literally a yeah. liar. He's, he's on video. Whoa. You're saying we're exploring how the virus keeps um, mutating. Yes, One of the things we're exploring right is why don't we mutate the virus? Now, the reason I played that gets ugly, by the way. The guy starts freaking out, demands the doors be locked. He starts chasing people down, jumping in front of cars, smashing people's iPads. I mean, he, this guy's got some now criminal liability. He destroyed someone's property after taking it from them by force. 
I mean, seriously, he could he could potentially be charged with a strong arm robbery. It doesn't matter that you don't like what was on that tape. You can't take people's property and destroy it. Having said that, because I, I, you have my word, I'm so concerned about this vaccine story that I'm not going to fall into the slanted coverage trap, even though I'm emotionally involved in this story. He says at the beginning of that, I was lying on a date. So he apparently the hidden camera video was taken on a date. I don't know, some fake, uh, some, some honey trap thing they may have done, whatever it may be. Now, I said to you yesterday, did I not? And I'll say it today. I'm going to give you both sides. Maybe he was lying. But how would we figure that out, fellas, if he was lying about Pfizer? Well, it'd be really helpful for Pfizer to come out and make a statement, wouldn't it? Kind of throwing that out there. It's, it's like, Joe, it's like <laughs> me confronting Guy and Guy's telling, Guy's goes on a date with some woman. Kim wouldn't like that, but whatever. And he's like, hey, man, you know. I'm like the modern day Bonnie and Clyde. You want to join me? I robbed a few banks and they were bank robbed in banks robbed in the area. And then we confront him the next day and he goes, you know, I didn't do it. I was lying. Well, there's a, there's a pretty easy way to you know figure that out. We go to the banks and pull the video, right? Right. So uh, what's making me really curious about this Pfizer's alleged, and I want to be clear, alleged role in manipulating and mutating viruses, which sounds suspiciously like gain of function, which got us in this problem and sounds unanimously on this show, like a really horrible, horrendous, Frankly, terrible, atrocious idea. Pfizer could just come out and clear it up. But um, we're not really getting clarity from Pfizer on that. And I'm, 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 I'm wondering, I'm wondering why. Dr. Robert Malone, good man, was on Tucker Carlson's show last night about this uh, video. And did you catch this little bombshell he dropped that caught Tucker so off guard that Tucker said, man, that went right over my head. I missed it too. Dr. Malone says, you all are missing the point in this Pfizer hidden video recording with this executive from Pfizer, this research doctor there. He says, you're missing the point here, guys. Was Pfizer mutating the virus? Well, Pfizer could clear that up today, like this guy said. But Malone says it's why Pfizer may have been mutating the virus. That's the lead of the story and that everyone missed. By the way, I didn't cover this either yesterday, this angle of it. Check this out. The buried lead in this, Tucker, if you don't mind me saying so, oh, please. is the implicit, the implicit acknowledgement that they cannot construct vaccines fast enough. The virus is outrunning them and they're having to resort to extraordinary measures. This is an acknowledgement of defeat of their vaccine technology and their platform and campaign. They're saying that we have to go so far out on the edge that we're really crossing a line. We're breaking the law, but we have no other choice because our technology is not meeting the need. We're not able to produce vaccines fast enough to get ahead of these virus mutations. You know, thank the Lord. And I don't use his name in vain. I, I mean it for true tellers like Dr. Cariotti, Dr. Malone, people out there who've been ahead of this stuff. McCullough, thank the Lord. What a great point. What a great point with such a tragic point made to it. The exclamation point's a tragedy. We've lost control. The most well-funded pharmaceutical companies in the world, literally making billions of dollars with the government helping them out. The most well-funded pharmaceutical companies anywhere in the known cosmos have completely lost control of COVID-19. If, if that researcher, what he said was true, he broke probably the biggest medical story of our time. That the coronavirus has been so uniquely weaponized to infect human beings that even the most well-funded vaccine technology can't control of it, 
can't control it, and Pandora's box has been opened. That it'll mutate faster than our, our best minds, than our best minds can figure out. Stunning revelation on Tucker. It's one of those moments where, like literal jaw drop, not the figurative one, where you're like, I said, we're putting that on the show first tomorrow, despite what I found. That's how important I think that story is. Okay, let me move on. Folks, the deception is ongoing, not just with Pfizer and the vaccine, uh, but the government has a number of opportunities, like Pfizer, to clear things up. Was Hunter Biden and his dad, were they acting as foreign agents, and are they acting as foreign agents now? In other words, the classified documents that were taken, potentially illegally, by Joe Biden and his team, were those documents that Joe Biden was feeding to Biden, Inc., after he left the vice presidency? When I say Biden, Inc., I don't just mean Hunter. I mean his brothers, associates of Biden. Was Biden feeding that information to Biden, Inc., and then selling it to foreign governments? Now, I've told you for the last two weeks, again, almost to the point of uh, Ipecac syrup ad nauseum, that it's not that Biden had classified documents. That's a big scandal. Yeah, it's bad, but it's what's in them. Because there's a way to clear this up, just like Pfizer could clear this up. The government could come out tomorrow, put out what's in the classified documents, say none of this information appeared in the Hunter laptop or in the investigation as we know it with Hunter or anyone else in Biden, Inc., would we believe them? I don't know. Maybe, but it'd be helpful to get it out there. But they're not doing that. The government right now in the intel community is suspiciously stonewalling any opportunity for anyone, including the Senate Intel Committee. Let me say that again. The Senate Intel Committee to see what's in there. Democrats and Republicans have both said we need to see what's in the Biden documents. Now, the Republicans want to see it for an obvious reason. National security concerns, number one. But number two, Obviously, they're concerned about getting Biden out of there. The Democrats want to see it because they will fake national security concerns. But they want Biden out of there, too. They know this guy's damaged goods and they don't want him to run again. This has nothing to do with the Democrats caring about the future of the country. Let me be clear on that. Now, let's get to the hairy stuff. This is why I put that tweet out this morning. This is one of those holy, don't miss any of this. Okay. I told you before that there is a major, major scandal around. When I say before, I mean over the course of the last four or five years. The deep state scandal is deeper than you know. I don't care what you call it. Again, I don't play euphemisms games like the left, the silly state, the stupid state. I don't really care what you call it. The fact is the deep state is real. And I don't like the term deep state because it's not just the state. There is a cabal of people. They involve NGOs non-governmental organizations, liberal donors, not just Soros, but others, Omadire and others like that, politicians, lobbyists, and the intelligence community all working together in this disgusting symbiotic relationship to corrupt the political process in the United States. They leave government, they go to lobby. They leave lobby firms, they go to work with an, uh, an, an intelligence firm like Christopher Steele's firm. They feed information to the media. The media then leaks it to alter uh, elections. Elections are altered to get people into government who then go to work for the lobbyists who then work for the intel companies who leak it to the media. A New York Times story broke today that blows the door off this entire thing and how the classified document scandal sums it up. Let's get right to it. First, 
Hatsi Ponza Monkey, great guy on, uh, great follow, by the way, on social media. One of the best. These guys, these Twitter sleuths are all over this. Best reporters out there. Keep in mind that don't let the lead get out of control here. Just like Robert Malone, the lead about the if Pfizer's lost control. The lead here was Joe Biden and is Joe Biden a foreign agent working with this cabal of people to sell out the United States? Let's start from the beginning. Here's a tweet from Mike Flynn. Notice the date, November 1st of 2020. 2020, so we're talking years ago. Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, an American patriot and hero, is responding to a story by the great Molly Hemingway, where the Hunter Biden story, notice this is right before the election, is starting to break about the laptop. Molly's like, gosh, British media has more details about this major Hunter Biden scandal than we do. Keep in mind, it's right before the election. The Hunter Biden's laptops are still being, uh, the beach balls being held underwater. Listen to this. Here's how Mike Flynn, who is always, always ahead of the game, replies. He says, Molly, ask who Kathy Chung is, executive office of president EOP, and why in 2015 is she giving a treasure trove of intelligence, phone numbers to Hunter and redacted? Any foreign power would love to have this information. Oh. Oh, this is, this is just glorious. So Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, who the Obama and Biden administration uh, targeted and wanted out so badly, they lied about him repeatedly. He was public enemy number one, largely because he was speaking out, Mike Flynn, for years. Boy, this is going to be a mental exhaustion day when I'm done with these shows. Mike Flynn had been speaking out as a former head of the Defense Intelligence Agency under Obama for years about the corrupt intelligence community. There was no more dangerous person to the cabal I just discussed, the intel community, NGOs, liberals, politicians, the media, no one than Mike Flynn. Why? He ran it. He literally ran the Defense Intelligence Agency. So when Trump brought him into the administration as a national security advisor, Mike Flynn had to be taken out. So Mike Flynn, two plus years ago, is saying in a tweet, hey, there's something really suspicious about this Kathy Chung, who was working in the Obama-Biden White House, who's been sending information to Hunter. Remember the lead. Is Biden a foreign agent? And is he using Hunter? Okay, so keep that in mind. Flynn has a lot of concerns about Kathy Chung. Here's a Paul Sperry tweet. Paul Sperry dropped this little nugget yesterday. Oh, excuse me, a few days ago, January 23rd, 2023. Breaking. U.S. Attorney Lausch urged uh, Attorney General Garland to appoint a special counsel the day after his investigators interviewed Biden aide Kathy Sang Ak Chung regarding her role in packing and storing the classified White House documents in question. Chung previously worked with Hunter, who suggested the VP hire her. <laughs> here's where the story gets even more interesting but wait go to the, you know what let's go to the new york post piece first it's really interesting because mike flynn seems to know something about kathy chung who works for both joe biden and is very close with hunter biden who's working with the chinese and the chinese energy company cefc Joe Biden seems so concerned about getting rid of Mike Flynn that in the final days of the Biden administration, it was Joe Biden, according to the New York Post, who may have personally raised the idea to investigate Mike Flynn. Oh, oh, re 
What the heck? Peter, your face is dirty. I was cleaning the chimney. We don't have a chimney. What? Here, look at this. So a partially blacked out copy of FBI agent leading the investigation into Trump and Flynn, by the way, a partially blacked out copy of Peter Stroke's notes attached to the filing includes a mention that appears to say Vice President VP Logan Act. Logan Act, which is what they ridiculously tried to charge Mike Flynn with. So that was that was Joe Biden's idea. Man, Joe Biden wanted to really get rid of Mike Flynn, who seemed to have a lot to say about Kathy Chung's role in the in the White House. Oh, it gets better. Check out this Fox News piece. This is from uh, Tom Catanacci, Cameron Cawthorn, and Jessica Chasmer from January 12th, just a little bit ago. Former Biden assistant questioned by law enforcement over classified docs repeatedly appeared in Hunter Biden's emails. Oh, on the laptop? Look at that. It's Kathy Chung. Wow. Holy Moses. What are the... Dude. I can't... (laughs) Kathy Chung, Biden's executive assistant when he was vice president, and the Pentagon's current deputy director of protocol is among several formal aides to the president being interviewed, former aides, by law enforcement. Chung and others were questioned reportedly helped move materials and belongings from Biden's office at the end of the Obama administration in early 2017. You mean like documents that may have been taken illegally? They note that throughout Chung's five-year tender with Biden, Chung regularly communicated with Hunter, transmitting information about his father's schedule and passing messages directly from the then vice president, according to emails obtained from the laptop and verified by Fox News Digital. So Hunter's communicating with Chinese Communist Party connected officials, according to multiple allegations and reporting. Kathy Chung's communicating with Hunter while working in the Obama-Biden administration. Documents disappear that are classified, which is illegal. They show up at Biden's residence and office, and it's alleged that Kathy Chung had a role in the transportation of documents. <laughs> Even listen, you will never meet a more like serious. I mean, as a compliment, grounded like nonplussed guy. The gee, he's the man is like he's like my dad. He's like emotion free. He just gets a job. He's like this is insane. And for gee, you might as well be jumping up and having a party. Like that's how much emotion you're gonna. It is insane. Here's the crazy thing. It gets even more insane. And the New York Times gave up everything. All right, hold on. Stand by. You're going to pay for the show. I appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Uh, Sponsors want to talk to you. So I'll get right back to this. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Today's show is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Uh, HelixSleep.com, H-E-L-I-X is the website. I slept good last night. You probably tell by my energy level today. I can show you my aura score. It's amazing. I have a sleep, uh, a Helix Sleep mattress, the Midnight Lux. As you get older, sleep is critical, especially that deep healing sleep. It's true. Go to HelixSleep.com and take the sleep sleep quiz. Do not ignore your sleep. I, there's a piece of my book I actually talk about this sleep in my new book. I, I, that's how important it is. I have the Midnight Lux, the, uh, the, the, the two-minute quiz match me to that one. It's great. Helix is really unique. They have several different mattress models to choose from, and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to you, side sleeper, back sleeper, whatever you want. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, ship for free. When you receive the Helix mattress, you're going to be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. You're not going to believe how well you're going to sleep. 
You wake up feeling rested and refreshed. They have a 10-year warranty. You have to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They even pick it up for you if you don't love it. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep, that's yeah, never far away. Helix is offering up to $350 off all mattress orders and, and two free pillows for listeners of this program. It's their best offer yet. Don't miss out. Go today. Great mattress. Sleep on it every night. Spend more time in that mattress than I do in this chair. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. Helix, H-E-L-I-X. HelixSleep.com slash Dan with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Thank you, Helix. Appreciate uh, your patience as always, folks. So can this story possibly get any worse? Was Biden a foreign agent? Were there cutouts in the White House transporting information to China via Hunter Biden? Mike Flynn seemed concerned about it, and they seemed really concerned about getting rid of Mike Flynn. Well, it's interesting that Hunter Biden has known, established, documented relationships through multiple reports with a Chinese energy conglomerate called CEFC, which was known uh, to be bribing foreign officials and using money and leverage to work on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. So let's tie it to the FBI story again this week. Showed you this a couple times. FBI supervisor thought to be playing a key role in the investigation on Trump. It's alleged that uh, he may have been one of the recipients of the Alexander Downer Papadopoulos tip. The guy's name was Charles McGonagall. If you look at uh, bullet point eight of his indictment, you can see it right here. They note that McGonagall is alleged and alleged to have taken money from Albanian officials, person A uh, working with this person B. And this FBI agent was supposedly taking this money to get people who were opponents of the Albanians arrested, locked up, and investigated, which is kind of a strange thing for an FBI agent to be doing because that sounds kind of corrupt. So in the indictment, you'll see in, in uh, bullet point eight that person B, who the FBI agents alleged to have been dealing with, was an Albanian national who was employed by a Chinese energy conglomerate and was an informal advisor to the prime minister of Albania. Wow. So this Albanian guy is very well connected, is also working with this Chinese energy conglomerate, which is most likely the same because there isn't another one doing that kind of significant business in Albania. The same one dealing with Hunter Biden, also connected to the Chinese Communist Party. Let me ask you a question. How deep does this rabbit hole go? Listen, man, I, I promise you I'm not distracted. This is intentionally part of the show. It literally says, how deep does this rabbit hole go? Because I don't want to lose this. Folks, I have never, ever, as a man who served government at the NYPD level, the city level, and at the federal level, I have never been more frightened about how corrupt our government is. I said to Guy this morning, I am really starting to believe that every conspiracy theory that's ever been told, that the crazy ones are the people denying it at this point. Because every time I think the government can't get any worse, a story like today pops. So now we know Hunter is connected to this Chinese energy company with major, major connections to Albania and the FBI through this guy McGonagall, according to the indictment, right? This is fascinating. Wait for it. Because Biden, Inc., and notice I didn't just say Hunter, Biden, Inc., Biden's brothers, Biden's son, Biden's professional contacts, his contacts in the Obama administration. Biden, Inc., had taken a real interest in Albania too. Just like this FBI agent involved in the takedown of Trump. Let's produce the receipts. Always. New York Post, Miranda Devine, February of last year. Our Secretary of State is Anthony Blinken. The headline reads, Anthony Blinken's horrific stain on Albania. 
And it's all for George Soros. George Soros. So Soros is in Albania too? Soros, the Biden Inc. team, our Secretary of State, the FBI, the Sinaloa cartel, the whole, the whole cabal. NGOs, sounds like what I just said. The intel community, so weird. Miranda Devine notes in the piece that it's the weirdest thing. One of the first things Anthony Blinken did in office was to sanction the former president and prime minister of Albania. <laughs> Not the guy working with the FBI, the other guy. She says, as if Secretary of State Blinken weren't embroiled in enough debacles, he now stands accused of meddling in Albanian elections on behalf of billionaire financier George Soros and is being sued for defamation in an international court as well. One of Blinken's first actions on taking office, which is curious, was to sanction the former president and prime minister of Albania, Sali Berisha, the anti-communist ally of presidents George H.W. and W. Bush. So this guy is an open critic, this former prime minister, Sali Berisha of Albania, of George Soros. He's been a, quote, according to the piece, vocal opponent of Soros and his NGO, the Open Societies Foundation, which has been pushing electoral reform in Albania. <laughs> electoral reform. Open Societies Foundation loves open borders and electoral reform. Huh. This can't be real. Hat tip, by the way, audience archivist Judy for some great tips on this. Great work. What a sleuth. Found this piece. So. Biden's buddy, Tony Blinken, who's now the Secretary of State, defames the former prime minister and anti-communist. Defames him to the point he got sued. Sanctions him in one of his, in weirdly, one of his first actions in office. Not the open border, not other things. He wor he's worried about Albania, where the FBI has got an allegedly corrupt agent working, where the China company working with Hunter Biden is working. And where George Soros is working to take out his political enemies. Dude, am I letting you down at all? Does this story not get delicious by the second? It's, it, it gets better. Here we go. It gets even better. Check out this Fox News piece, Brooke Singman. This is from 2018. The Obama State Department used taxpayer dollars to fund George Soros' political activities in Albania? Offensive, offensive corruption, corruption on, on the, the field. field. <laughs> Repeat first down. Repeat Thank first you. down. There's never been a better time. There's never been a better time for the whistle. Now, if this sounds strange that the Obama State Department is using their taxpayer dollars to work with George Soros in a foreign country in order to take out George Soros's ideological and political opponents, you're probably like, Dan, I read your book, Follow the Money. And the first chapter is literally called Insane in Ukraine which lays out the exact same scam in Ukraine, how we were giving money to Soros groups, taxpayer money in Ukraine, where Joe Biden's kid was working and then Soros was working and his people to investigate Trump and take out their political opponents in exchange for money. Sounds strange, doesn't it? Wait, it gets better. And kind of weird how the FBI agent in Ukraine, who I document in the first chapter of the book, Pick it up, follow the money, get it from the library. I don't need anybody's money. Borrow it from a friend. The FBI agent working with the Soros group over there in Ukraine wound up going to work for the Soros group. This is like 
Does George Soros own the FBI too? Seems like he's working with the same Albanians working with the FBI guy. In Albania too. Now let's tie it all together. What does the George Soros group want? They want to interfere in elections and they want open borders. Well, who else wants open borders? Well, the Sinaloa cartel, drug cartels love open borders. Oh my God, look at that. What are the chance? Holy crikey's Euronews Albania. Sinaloa cartels allied with the Albanian mafia. The Mexican media reveals lists of names. Sounds like Soros, Hunter, Biden, NGOs, Joe Biden, all of them seem to all have similar interests. Seems like one big juicy cabal, isn't it? Now, how do I know something big's about to happen? And I'm not telling you it's going to happen in the DOJ. You got that? Please, please don't send me emails. I'm not, I don't want to sound like a, a, an ass. I don't mean it that way. I am, I get it a thousand percent. Merrick Garland's DOJ will do nothing. They will squash this thing no matter what. I'm with you. I told, you got me? I'm simply telling you that behind the scenes, something big must have happened in relationship to all of this. Soros, the NGOs, the Intel community, the FBI, all working together to sell out the country and Joe Biden being at the center of it all. Let me get to my next sponsor again. Appreciate your patience. And I'm going to show you how I know something is up now. Always, always look to the New York Times and the deep state hacks. When they try to get out ahead of something, it means someone in the deep state is worried. All right, PatriotMobile.com, thanks to your support, they've emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three in the service, but you hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you are not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering broad nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks so you get the same great service while supporting a company fighting to preserve our God-given rights and our freedoms. Plus, they don't just offer service for consumers. They have great business plans for almost any size company. Switching is easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com dan. We'll call the 100% U.S.-based customer support team at 878-PATRIOT. It's a great company. Get free activation today with the offer code DAN. The customer service is great. There's no reason not to give them a try. Make that switch today. Get away from big mobile. Go to Patriot Mobile. It's patriotmobile.com slash DAN or call 878-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. So right before I was going to come on the air, I'm sitting downstairs trying to get my morning sunlight in my eyes, which wasn't working because it's super cloudy out. And this pops. January 26, 2023. The Joe, the minute I see Charlie Savage and Adam Goldman, what's the first thing you're thinking? <laughs> Deep state stenographers. So whenever, whenever something really bad happens, Spygate gets exposed, the Russia hoax falls apart, and deep state names like Stroke and others, who, by the way, nothing ever happened to. They're commentators on MSNBC. But they still didn't like that their text got out there. So we can accept two set. We can have two ideas in our head at the same time. Correct. So nobody's lost. Yeah. Nothing will happen to these people legally. Nothing. The, the deep state will protect itself at all costs. But we still can acknowledge that they probably don't want this stuff out there. So they're going to try to run interference from the media. That's all I'm saying. Whenever you see Charlie Savage or Adam Goldman, something bad happened to the deep state. They go right to them because these people have zero human dignity at all. None. 
I mean that. I, I get it. It sounds like an insult, but I, it, I, it's factually accurate. They have no dignity at all. They will do anything, anything to destroy and decimate this country and using their columns in the New York Times to do it. This pops. How William Barr's quest to find flaws in the Russia inquiry unraveled. Now, Charlie Savage and Adam Goldman doing a piece just uh, yesterday about Barr's probe into the whole Russia hoax to attack Trump. Why now? You know, something I brought up the other day on the show. What I tell you? Let's tie it all together. The FBI agent arrested McGonagall, alleged to be doing shady work in Albania, where George Soros and Biden Inc. were working too, and also working with the Chinese energy company, working with Hunter Biden. The FBI agent, after he got arrested, hired a lawyer, Seth DeCharme. He did. Who cares? Everybody hires a lawyer. Who was the lawyer? The lawyer is one of John Durham's buddies. John Durham is leading the special counsel investigation into this entire Russia hoax. Did McGonagall flip? Or is McGonagall going to flip? Is McGonagall, who clearly was involved in this Trump operation in the FBI, he was the head of the counterintelligence section in New York. There's no way he didn't know. I write about it in my book before this even happened. There's no way he didn't know. He's also knee deep in this Albanian operation, apparently where Soros and this Chinese energy company are operating too. He's privy to sensitive intel, maybe 702 queries into the metadata database. Ladies and gentlemen, if this guy were to flip and go to Durham, the special counsel, who at this point, Biden can fire and Merrick Garland, but likely won't because Durham go public, it'd be a total nightmare for them. I'm speculating here, but I'm speculating based on a good, solid amount of information in a conversation I had the other day. I think this FBI guy is about to flip. Now, as I said, Garland and the DOJ will do everything to make this go away. But can you imagine if he gives up the symbiotic relationship between George Soros, intelligence communities, foreign intel operators, the anti-Trump campaign, the swamp and the media? Now, don't you find it awfully convenient that my show and others mentioned the other day, we, this is not new, by the way, but the lawyer, that McGonagall hires a Durham buddy. If I was going to flip, who do you want? I want a friend of the guy running the operation I'm about to flip on, wouldn't you? He's got all the connections. It's not hard. It's, it's, is that hard to figure out? And here's how I know that this guy, or I, I, I'm reasonably confident that this guy's about to flip on the whole thing. Look at the Charlie Savage Goldman piece and remember, listen to this as if you're hearing deep staters worried about McGonagall flipping because that's all Charlie Savage and Adam Goldman are. These are life losers. They're just stenographers. Here, screenshot one from their piece. This is glorious. They're trying to take out special counsel Durham looking into this, the deep staters. So Savage notes as a stenographer, Mr. Durham used Russian intelligence memos suspected by other U.S. officials of containing disinformation, to gain access to the emails of an aide to George Soros. Oh, wow. Oh, he, what? The financier and philanthropist, they have to note who's a target, whatever. It's just, that's just political junk. Mr. Durham used grand jury powers to keep pursuing the emails, even after a judge rejected his request to access to them. 
The emails yielded no evidence that Durham has cited in any case he pursued. Folks, I got to tell you, maybe we've been a little hard on John Durham. No, I'm serious. Got to open yourself up to evidence. If this deep state story by these two goons is accurate, Durham knows something about George Soros. Albania, Ukraine, Hunter, the FBI guys, the FBI agent in Ukraine that went to work for him. Why would John Durham have gone in front of a judge to try to get some of the emails about Soros if he didn't care about Soros? Interestingly enough, why would the judge and everyone else try to make this thing go away, including a prosecutor on his team who was so desperate to make the Soros angle go away that the prosecutor quit? You think John Durham, who has never had a reputation for being a partisan, you think he's doing this because he just doesn't like George Soros? No one's ever accused him of being a partisan before. Or maybe he knows something about George Soros. And maybe McGonagall does too. And the New York Times, desperately, like vampires with blood from their disgusting fangs, had to discredit Durham before Durham unleashes Hades. He says, uh, let's put it out in advance. McGonagall didn't kill himself. Okay, let's get it. He thinks that Epstein's going to happen. Let's just put it out in advance. Here's the second part of this uh, Charlie Savage, Adam Goldman, deep state stenography piece that I'd love you to pay attention to. Because it's so obviously misinformation fed to you by the deep state that, again, you have to read it. But I, I call it the Dipsy Do. We remember that show we joked, Joe, the Dipsy Do thing? Dipsy Do Whenever the left, yeah. the flipperoo, that you got to do the flipperoo. Whenever Charlie Savage and Adam Goldman are, are, are doing the stenographer thing for the deep state, you have to read it as the opposite. So there's nothing to see here with George Soros in that last piece means what, guys? That there's definitely something to see here with George Soros. Here's where it gets even better. This is so obviously misinformation that only a total life loser and disgrace to humankind like Savage and Adam Goldman would actually write it. They say Mr. Durham's team spent long hours combing the CIA files, but found no way to support these allegations. Uh, th the allegations that foreign intel was feeding information to our intelligence community about Trump. You got it? They know Barr and Durham traveled abroad to press British and Italian officials to reveal everything their agencies had gleaned about the Trump campaign and relayed to the United States. Oh, they did. But both allied governments denied they'd done any such thing. Top British intelligence officials expressed indignation to their U.S. counterparts about the accusation. Three former U.S. officials said. Dipsy-doo. So stenographers are telling you that Durham was onto something with Barr. So much so they went over to the U.K. and said, hey, U.K. guys. Were you involved in this international conspiracy to crush Donald Trump and hide this big uh, uh, in information trafficking operation? And the New York Times dutifully reports that British intelligence passed absolutely nothing about Trump to U.S. counterparts, Joe. Nothing. Joe. I mean, you know, Joe, you and the <laughs> weird stuff. I mean, if there was ever, ever oh. on uh, a, the, the, a, what, the title, Captain, Lieutenant, King, Monarch of Weird? <laughs> That's so weird because CNN reported in 2017 that British intelligence passed Trump's associates' communications with Russians on to U.S. counterparts. That is weird. Awesome. Dude. But it says in the New York Times, thank you, Keith, that they denied it 
and they expressed indignation about it, according, it's according to three former U.S. officials. Now, back to that piece, because notice that piece hasn't been taken down or, re, or retracted. British intelligence passed Trump's associates' communications with Russians on the U.S. counterpart. Gosh, man. It's a crazy well, wasn't that, if, if I remember part of the Five Eyes thing, it wasn't just the Brits that were... Yeah, well, there were more. The, the, Good yeah. catch. Yeah, there were more than that. The Five Eyes cooperators who are um, all alleged to be involved in yeah. the plot to take out Donald Trump by laundering information. Good call, buddy. Thanks, pal. Yeah, got it. Well, <laughs> folks, uh, my... On a very serious note, my profound disappointment in this thing we used to call a constitutional republic is just uh, eating me alive right now. It's really a shame to work for this place and to see it just fall apart into a disgusting cabal of grifters, corrupt intel officials, Soros money men buying off people in the FBI and all over the place to take out political folks they don't like and to keep the international grift going get weapons and arms going to countries you like in exchange for money. It's just freaking disgusting. The whole thing's a disgrace. Now, the good news here is the House GOP is apparently moving on this. John Solomon wrote a piece. You can read it in the newsletter today. Congress secures cooperation from the National Archives in the Biden document probe. Let me tell you something. The National Archives isn't cooperating. The House Oversight Committee is telling them, you cooperate or else. That's what's really happening. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I, I got a couple things where I got quite questions for Dan, which are good, really good today. So much so I didn't delete a single question. He gives me usually a choice, and I said, I can't cut any out. They're all good. Uh, last, uh, last sponsor today, Windshield Wow. These, they've been selling like crazy. <laughs> it's funny. He told me about it this morning. We have a new sponsor this week, Windshield Wow. I, I, I choose my sponsors. We're very lucky. We don't run a lot of ads, so I don't have to take everyone. We just, you know, we take people we can back up and we can use and talk about their product. So they sent me one of these windshield wow things. And I love it because I like my cars to look clean, but importantly, it rains down here in Florida all the time at basically three o'clock every day. If you don't keep your windshield clean. You get caught in one of these rainstorms. You're going to find yourself in a bad spot. So windshield wow developed this pretty ingenious device. You know how hard it is to clean the inside of the windshield. So they have these two super strong magnets, right? And what they do is they connect on the windshield. So when you're cleaning it from the outside with the windshield, wow, the inside paddle's following and it gets in all the crevices and it cleans the inside of the windshield too. It's super easy to use. You don't have to struggle to clean the inside of your windshield anymore. It's awesome. The windshield, wow, applies the firm cleaning pressure for you. It's super thin, gets into those little crevices on the windshield. You need your windshield clean. Haze and film builds up. It gets dangerous, especially with the glare. You don't need that. Windshield, wow, is the fastest and least hassle way to get super clean streak-free, and safe windshields. Matter of fact, they sent us one, and the irony is, I said, can you send one for Paula too? So we got to. Uh, go to windshieldwow.com. Get this ingenious cleaning device now. It's super cool. Go to windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Thanks, Windshield Wow, for being a new sponsor. It's a cool product. Check it out. I know, he's like, I'm getting myself. I'll just give you, I'll get you one. Yeah, we got one for Paula, too. They really work. Pretty cool. Okay. Um, debating if I do this Adam Schiff thing. I usually do it, but I got, I got here on page two. All right. You know what? Adam Schiff, let's do the Schiff thing because this is important. 
And a bit of a kind of comedy break here. Adam Schiff, uh, the disgraced, humiliating human being, congressman from California, who, by the way, is now running for Senate. The only reason I want to kind of end with this, with that whole corruption cabal block, was Adam Schiff was one of the key players in hiding from you everything I just said. Adam Schiff was probably asked by key Democratic, uh, Democratic players and donors, hey, can you hide this major international conspiracy between Soros, NGOs, the FBI, and everything? Because you have, uh, again, not a shred of human dignity and no character, and we know you don't care about lying. And what do you think Adam Schiff said, guys? He said, okay. So Adam Schiff is now running for Senate. Um, here is a little snippet, hat tip newsbusters, of a minute and 20 seconds of Adam Schiff lying about the biggest scandal of our time and blaming it on Trump collusion that never happened. Take a listen. Kevin McCarthy officially cut two Democrats from the House Intelligence Committee, Congressman Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff. We suspect the real reason Republicans are going after Mr. Schiff is that he has been so effective. In a contentious exchange with reporters Tuesday night, McCarthy said it was a matter of national security, falsely accusing Schiff of lies about Donald Trump. The reality is that there is ample evidence of collusion in plain sight. Adam Schiff, the top Democrat, saying there is significant evidence of collusion. There's ample evidence of collusion uh, of the campaign, and it's very much in the public record. Adam Schiff said that there was damning evidence of collusion, and he said it was worse than Watergate. I could certainly say with confidence that there is significant evidence of collusion uh, between the campaign and Russia. So you have seen direct evidence of collusion? Uh, I don't want to go into specifics, but I will say that there is evidence that is not circumstantial. I can't go into the particulars, but there is more than circumstantial evidence. I've certainly, certainly said that there's ample evidence of collusion. I've never used the word treason. There's an effort to discredit Christopher Steele rather than looking into how many of the allegations he wrote about were true. Maybe they can discredit Mr. Steele, although he's held in very high regard uh, within the intelligence community. But what's to be gained about that? It doesn't uh, undercut the fact that Russia hacked uh, our election uh, institutions. Guy's a goon and a loser uh, and a liar and a disgraced human being to his family, his neighborhood, the country, anyone in the known cosmos with a functioning conscious thought. One just quick note, too. Um, Guy said, you know, crazy, Albania, right? All this centering on Albania and Ukraine. And I want to just emphasize the point. It's got nothing to do with Albania or Ukraine. Follow the money. That's why it was the title of my book. The reason these people were in Albania and Ukraine, this FBI guy and Hunter, is why, fellas? Because it was money there. That's it. Don't ever forget that. I just want to play one more quick video uh, just to show you that they're not sending their best. So uh, these are the kind of people who are going to be uh, lording over you in court as judges. This is who uh, Obama nominated this, uh, excuse me, Biden nominated this woman to be um, on, the, on the federal bench. And uh, apparently she's unaware of the, this thing called the Constitution. You heard of it, Joe? Oh, yeah. Vaguely? Yeah. Once or twice? Yeah, it's an app for it. Um, no, I'm serious. I actually have it on my phone. Yeah. She could have done that. Um, she's a little confused about the, the Constitution. Check this out. Um, judge on the far end. Uh, tell, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about Article 2? Neither is Article 2. Okay. 
you know what purposivism is? Um, in my 12 years as an assistant attorney general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. Um, we are the highest trial court in Washington state, so I'm frequently faced with um, issues that I'm not familiar with, and I thoroughly review the law, our research, and apply the law to the facts presented to me. Well, you're going to be faced with it as a, if you're confirmed. I can assure you of that. How the hell do you not know what Article 2 is? You know it would be a real kick in the balls? If she didn't know what Article 3 was. <laughs> For the, liberal, the conservatives get the joke. Liberals are looking it up right now. That would be hilarious. Just a quick thank you before questions for Dan. And a programming note, if you would, uh, allow me. Tomorrow is unfiltered, 9 o'clock. Please don't miss it. My monologue. This is one of the few times I have been overruled on a monologue. I don't mean overruled in that I don't make the decisions I do. I mean overruled in that I had a suggestion for a monologue, which we're going to move to a different block. And someone said to me, you've got to do this thing. I said, what's the thing? They said, you, you got it. They saw that picture of Trump with the mob guy in the uh, Philadelphia area. They said, you know, Dan, I just got this thing in my head about the mob and the government as it's run now under the Democrats. Like, what's the difference? I said, that's ah, a stupid idea. I said, send me some examples. They absolutely blew me away. The first monologue ever where the genesis of it was someone else. It's good. I promise you it's good. We've been working on it all week. You're going to come away and say to yourself, what is the difference, mob or government? Unfiltered, please set your DVR Saturday night, tomorrow. No competition with football, thankfully, this week. And Henner Gracie, jujitsu expert, is back to show you what to do. God forbid you cannot get away in an active shooter situation. It's going to be a really good segment. Don't miss it. A big thank you as well before questions for Dan Forbes. Pumped this article out the other day about a record year for podcasts in 2022. They did a massive survey of podcast listeners in the three most popular podcasts amongst Republicans. One of them was the Dan Bongino Show. That is thanks to you, and you have my sincere, heartfelt gratitude. A small favor, if you would not mind, I would deeply appreciate it. I like that you listen, and I deeply appreciate it, but please subscribe or follow. It is absolutely free. But those subscriptions are what keep us on the charts and make us popular. I so appreciate it. On Apple, you can subscribe on all of them. I appreciate it. Again, it's no charge at all. Just says subscribe or follow. Apple, Spotify, and at Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. Deeply appreciate that. Thank you. All right, let's go to questions for Dan. Hey, Dan. Decimo MN, my son's thinking of a career in law enforcement. He's involved with the local PD. What are your thoughts on this with today's political climate? Listen, I guess the fashionable answer amongst a lot of people is tell them not to do it. It's such a crap profession these days with everybody attacking the cops. You know what it is, but I still believe that if we do that, we're going to get stuck with what? Terrible cops. So I would tell him to pursue it. But if he's going to pursue it, um, just keep in mind that uh, the days of even mildly mildly suspicious behavior like you're out there and you're you know you see you curse at a guy which you know right now it's all going to be on body camera you know i listen it's happened i'll be i was a cop and we got into fights and i'd be like put your hands you, you've you're stressed even all that stuff's going to be reviewed now so you just be careful self-control man is so important do the right thing and you'll be fine but it's a great career hey dan that misinformation 
How'd you have the guts to resign from your federal career? Do you have a backup plan? My situation's similar. I feel like I'm doing dirty work and I may want to resign. The answer is no, I didn't have a backup plan. Joe knows that. Joe's known me the longest by far. Yeah. I mean, Joe know, knew me when I left. Uh, I went up and interviewed at his radio station. So I met Joe. That was 12 years ago. Uh, no, I had no backup plan. And um, I don't know how I had the guts, the guts to resign. I'd love to sit here and tell you it was even guts. Who knows? Maybe it's just stupidity that worked out. I don't know. I just did it. I'm, remember Bush, George W. Bush, Joe used to joke, I'm a decider. I just, that's me. Uh, <laughs> I just do stuff. I, I do. I, I don't overthink anything. I just do it because I know it's right. And I figure out, you know, somehow that in the end, it's going to work out. May not be the best advice, but it's real. Hey, Dan, at D. Duran. Thanks for all the info, how you tied it all together. My question, does Hillary Clinton have a part in any of this Biden stuff or is she off on her own doing her own lies and deceit? No, she's not off on her own. Remember, it was Hillary Clinton's team in Ukraine working with Hunter Biden, working with the Soros people. And I mean, working with in Ukraine, not necessarily coordinating with each other, but working in Ukraine with the same Ukrainians to develop the black ledger to go attack Donald Trump and Paul Manafort. They're all working with each other in the same, for the same goal, money and to destroy their political opponents. No, she's knee deep in the whole thing. At Robbins, Rudy. Hey, Dan, can Joe Biden declassify the documents he had and that they found now that he's president? Can he preemptively pardon himself and Hunter? Uh, he can pardon Hunter. Whether he can pardon himself, I, I believe is an open question. And yes, he can declassify anything he wants, but it doesn't matter. The time the alleged crime was committed, the documents were not declassified. So whether he declassifies them now or not, which he can do, is totally irrelevant to the charge. Uh, hey, Dan, what's your favorite caliber for carry? Uh, nine millimeter, definitely. I like, uh, um, I like the Hornady critical defense rounds are pretty good, but nine millimeter, I think, is uh, my humble opinion. Size, efficiency, and stopping power, I think, is the best. Hey, Dan, the Rubicon Cross. P1 listener here. You think Russia was aware of Biden's intent to arm Ukraine? If so, is it possible the invasion of Ukraine was done preemptively because Biden stopped, uh, stepped into office? Seems ironic given the narrative that Trump was going to start World War III. Folks, this is the point. The point is we don't know. That's why we avoid conflicts of interest and don't allow our kids to go take money to Ukrainians so we don't have to ask questions like this. Good question, but that's the point. Hey, Dan, Jay Lens 563. My wife and I will be in Florida next week for a wedding. Looking forward to some touring while we're down there. Any destination or food recommendations while we're down there? Listen, I love Miami. Uh, I just said Mila is a great restaurant I enjoy down there. I can tell you there's a place, uh, a couple places in uh, Tequesta, Jupiter I love. Evo is one of them. Thousand North is another one. Uh, you'll occasionally see a lot of celebrities in a Thousand North if that's your thing, athletes and stuff. Really cool places. And uh, check out the beaches. St. Augustine's awesome, too. Hey, Dan, what happened to Rumble yesterday? I couldn't get your show. At Chompers. Chompers, we suffered a massive DDoS attack because everybody's afraid of the explosive growth of Rumble uh, shaking up everything in the video space. However, we were back relatively quickly. It's fine now, and I really appreciate it. Please subscribe, by the way, folks, while you can. We lost a few views yesterday, so I really need you back. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Hey, Dan. D. Camora, curious about your thoughts on the 30% national sales tax and the abolition of other taxes. Listen, it's got pluses and minuses. Okay, the minus, it's income tax may reappear at a later date and you may have both. The plus, you want to tax consumption, not income. Why? You want to tax something you want less of. Consuming is the destruction of wealth. You buy a hot dog and eat it, you destroyed it. 
You want to tax that. You don't want to tax people working. So pluses and minuses. You have to decide. See when Dan, your show's great. Keep up the work. Now that your daughter's been in college for almost six months, have you noticed any changes? Uh, thankfully, I think we did right by my daughter. So no, we haven't. Only the fact that she's not here as much, which really drives me crazy. All right. Hey, Dan, the most important question. At Pele, who is your barber? Uh, Paula is my barber. I don't know if this is a good or a bad question. If you like my haircut, uh, I'm the barber. If you don't, Paula's my barber. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Paula's my barber. That's how I, I, I cut my own hair with a razor. All right. Thanks, folks, for tuning in. Please don't miss my show Unfiltered tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. Really appreciate it. And subscribe to the podcast if you would. It really helps us out. It's been a great week of shows. Thanks to you. And I really appreciate it. See you next week. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.